time. And let me tell you, I came back to the office and implemented about 20 things already and uh, excited for just uh, what I learned and what Sandy's going to teach tonight. Sandy just did an incredible job. You know, Sandy is just um, one of my favorite people. Um, I've been mentoring with her for about a year and have been seeing some six-figure income results. And um, no doubt, like every call that she does, uh, people uh, call me or email me on Facebook and and is already signed up for a class. So I know Sandy, coming fresh from Chicago, has a lot to share. Let me introduce the queen of social media, the queen of copywriting, uh, Sandy Krakowski, take it away. Oh, my word. <laughs> I don't know if we'll call me the queen, but I received that, Gina. <laughs> Nobody's ever called me the queen of social media. My goodness, you might ruffle some new feathers considering we're ruffling some already. <laughs> Gina, I am so glad to have you on the call. Many people don't realize that you are a business owner of a multi-million dollar company at GinaAlexander.com. Make the most amazing Italian leather bags that you can custom put your favorite picture on. And so anybody who has an excuse that they couldn't be on this call or they don't feel like they can enter a call of a multimillionaire from Hollywood who owns a company that Lady Gaga has hired, that Kobe Bryant has hired, that the Latin Grammys contracted in can come and do the introduction on a telephone call. I don't know. All I know is some people need to get the stuff out of their head. <laughs> about being able to do certain things in business. And so, Gina, I honor you and thank you so much. It was a blast this weekend, was it not? Oh, oh my God. I, I couldn't sleep on the airplane. I was writing notes and writing goals. And so thanks for just spurring my mindset and, and, and just, you know, you've helped our company so much. And I truly, you know, I am a... Everything that you say, I follow because I, she, Sandy's like the only person that I've seen results. You're genuine, you're true, uh, you're just all those things. And you know, being in Hollywood and seeing a lot of things that are superficial, it's so mm. refreshing to work with someone like you that believes in me, the company, and our products. So, Sandy, you know, I just, you know, love you so much, and just thank you for being a dear friend and a dear mentor to me. Thank you. Well, Gina, I can't wait to see my bag with that picture from the mastermind group on a on a either burgundy or hot pink leather. Woohoo! <laughs> and you never know, there may be the launch of the sandy bag with a swoop of pink on it. You just never know. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm gonna mute you out, Gina, because I know you've got all kinds of things you're doing in the warehouse at the same time. Thank you again so much for taking Thank your you. time out of your busy schedule, sweetie. Love you. Love you too, Ray. All righty. Well, tonight we are going to talk about my favorite topic next to the topic that I usually like to talk about. The, my first favorite topic is always belief and faith, and all of you know that. You've heard me talk about that before, and if you ever want to start talking to me and get me talking, just start talking about belief and faith, and that will get me going. Um, but one of my second favorite topic is about taking action. I was not always the kind of person 
who was taking massive action. I've built companies for the last 14 years, and there was a season in building my companies when I was not taking action. There was a season after I had built a $4.5 million kitchenware business, simultaneously built two vitamin companies, all of which were multi-million dollar companies, simultaneously built a bread-making forum where people talked um, from all over the world about making bread. This was a great time in my career. I was receiving dough starters from all over the world. People would send me sourdough starters that were 200 years old, and chefs from all over the world would send me all kinds of stuff. Um, it was a great time in my life, but as many of you heard, I had a horrific health crisis that nearly killed me. Many, many diseases that invaded all different parts of my body, and I'm here to tell you that I've been disease-free for seven years, and it's been a wild ride, but after I was very, very sick, I spent a couple, probably about two years, just really in what I call drama mama land, and prior to building my very first company, I lived most of my life in the drama mama land. And it's very interesting to me because recently I have seen people who I would have otherwise expected to not behave like a bunch of high schoolers and drama queens behave as such. And after coming back from 14 intense hours in one day with 10 women, none of whom were drama queens, and seeing this kind of behavior today, as a matter of fact, and remembering when my head was so far in the toilet that I was way in the septic, when I had my head and my mind and my emotions glued more to what other people were doing than what I was doing, you might want to write that down. What defines a drama queen or king? One, you've got your mind on what other people are doing, more than what you are doing. Number two, you are more concerned with whether or not other people are doing what they should be doing more than you are concerned with what you should be doing. It's very interesting to me. I began to think of when I just completely went broke, when was not building companies, when you know, I say my head was in the toilet, and sometimes I'd like to just say, and you're allowed to talk about yourself this way. I don't talk about other people this way. But my head was halfway up my butt. It was just horrific. All I was was constantly judging this person and constantly assessing that person and constantly telling people how people who do this just drive me crazy and constantly telling people that people who do that, they shouldn't be doing that, and that's a bad example, and that's not what people should be doing, and that's not how they should be doing it, and they should be doing it this way, and they shouldn't be doing it that way. I was a freaking drama mama. And so... I began to think back to those days when I saw a really good example of that today, and I've seen several examples of that in the last 30 days from people I would have never suspected would behave like that. And it reminded me how those were the years when I did not implement. Those were the years when I wasn't taking action. Those were the years when I was not in my element. Those were the years when I was not paying close attention to what I was doing. Those are the years when I was only working with one group of people. There was a time when it was only one gender, not both. 
Write this down. If you're going to implement in your business, you ain't going to do it building an entire business with just men. You're not going to do it building an entire business with just women. The way that you build a successful business and that you implement to the furthest level, the greatest result and the farthest reach is to influence both groups of people. Now, I know some of you on the line are some great businesswomen that I know who are out there, like, for example, Ellie Brown or Fabian Fredrickson. They have maybe more predominantly women who follow them. But the reality is neither one of those women have an issue with marketing to men. And so you're getting my drift, what I'm saying. But when I was a drama mama and I was having a hard time implementing and I was not taking action, it was interesting because there was always a group of people. There was always um, specific people maybe I wouldn't do business with. I always had my list of who qualified to do business with me and all these other different things. And it became very, very crystal clear to me that when I went into implement action mode, came back into business and made $1.8 million in under two years in the direct sales industry working very part-time. I got out of drama mama and went into implementation tsunami. Kevin Hogan, it's all your fault. He's the one who called me a tsunami for the first time. And I thought, oh, I like the sound of that. If you're in its path, it's going to wave over you. The interesting thing is to me that if you're having a hard time implementing, I would put a million dollars on it if I was a betting woman, that you are full of drama. You are completely distracted from what produces money in your business. Let me break this to you ever so gently. Planning does not make money. Having an Excel document with all of your plans does not make money. As a matter of fact, having a lot of people who you know in the business of business doesn't make you a lot of money. I knew a lot of people in business. I still know a lot of people in business. I've put on social media some of the people that I've been mentored by through the years, people I've read their books, people I've taken their programs. It was so funny because when I went to Glazer Kennedy's event, I met some of these people who had no idea I'd been gleaning from their materials and made a ton of money off of their courses, Alex Mendozian being one of them. It was so cool to be able to go up to him and say how much he had profited me. He never even knew about it. But it's interesting to me that when I began to think when I profited in business and when I didn't profit in business, a complete correlation was when I took action and when I didn't take action. When I had very little drama or distinguished it, extinguished it instantly when it rose up and when I was an absolute slave to drama. When I profited was when Hormonal changes didn't affect my income stream. And when I was not making a whole lot of money, hormonal changes were an excuse to why I didn't have the income that I needed. When I profited was when I was not paying so much attention that I needed to talk to people, I needed to assess, I needed to chart, I needed to just have all the details of what other people were doing. No, none of that. 
I was more concerned with what I was doing than what other people were doing, and it's constantly made me a ton of money. But when I was very concerned with what other people were doing, I was not minding my own business and living a quiet life like that great success book, The Bible, tells me. It says, mind your business and live a peaceable life. You'll have a great reward. When I wasn't doing that, I did not have the profits I wanted to see. Very interesting. That great book that I told you about also says, let another man praise you and not your own lips. When I've allowed other people to praise me, when I've allowed other people to say what my value is, when I've allowed other people to brag about me rather than me bragging about me, when I've allowed other people who do business with me to brag about me, I've always profited. But when I felt like I had to brag about me and I had to be the center of attention and I had to be the owner of this niche and I, 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 I didn't profit at all. Implementation. We're going to talk about implementation. And then after making that in direct sales, many of you have heard the story, went into copywriting and marketing and built several different companies and in the last seven months have built a company that has over 65,000 clients, went over seven figures. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm doing what I was doing through the years prior. The things that I'm doing are not anything new under the sun. As a matter of fact, the things that I'm doing are things that I'm used to doing. It was just a matter of, again, implementing, putting it into a systematic fashion, putting it into a systematic process so that every day I knew what I was going to implement. Every day I knew what I was going to execute. We've developed more than 12 products, and within the next 48 hours, we'll have 10 more, 10 brand-new ebooks that will be available for you. How on earth do you develop 22 products in just under eight months? How do you generate seven figures in sales during that time? Well, you sure as hell don't become a drama mama. And you sure don't look at what everybody else is doing and write blog posts and emails and news alerts. I'm exaggerating. But you just don't. You keep your focus on what you are doing. I don't know whether or not product development is one of my core competencies. Like I've had a couple of people say, they're like, oh, my God, 22 products in eight months. Product development must be one of your core competencies. I'm not sure that product development is one of my core competencies, but implementation sure is. Taking action sure is. I could care less whether or not product development is one of my core competencies. Let me give you a little newsflash. I've never really studied to find out what my core competencies are. I'm just too dang busy doing business, being a mom, minding my own business, living a peaceable life, loving my husband, making a lot of money. I realize the personality test and core competency test and all that kind of stuff is important, but I never even knew what the heck my core competencies were until a couple of years ago when I took a test, and it was like, yeah, so what does that do for me? I'm already doing what I realize my core competency is, and I'm outsourcing what isn't. 
Write that down. The way that you'll take massive action in your business and implement like a tsunami is stop doing the things that you're not good at. Make yourself feel smart about what you do, and you'll go broke. Start doing what you're really good at, and you'll make a lot of money. Results are what count. And some people get so caught up in mind maps and Excel documents and marketing charts and marketing plans and having everything all set from start to finish. My gosh, if you have to have everything set from start to finish before you'll, like, get your URL or get your website up or write your first email, I hate to break it to you, but you'll never do it. Because by the time you get everything all set, guess what will happen? You're going to be so confused, you will never activate what you're doing. The way that you build a business and you become an implementing tsunami is to take one thing and run with it. My advice to all of you as my clients is to make sure you're inside of WordPress. Make sure that you're using WordPress. I don't need all kinds of people to write to me about all these different websites and all these different programs and all these different things and do we need a banner and do we need a header. The biggest key is get into WordPress, not the free version because businesses can't use the free version. Pay $12, get your domain, pick a URL, newsflash, what your URL is is not going to make you a lot of money or break a lot of money. That was years ago. What you need to do now is the content that's on your site is what's going to make you a lot of money or not make you a lot of money. Years ago, you used to have to have, you know, your URL specific this or your URL specific that. I've written a great article on our website at arealchange.com forward slash blog where you can get some great clarity on how to pick a URL. But if it takes you longer than 72 hours to pick it, it's because you're not implementing, not because you haven't found the golden charm of what you know, the the URL should be. It really doesn't matter. Taking action is what matters. I have people who tell me they've got their entire two years mapped out. That's awesome. But have you taken action in the first 30 days? One of the biggest things that's going to keep you broke and not implementing is if you get out of your element, out of where you are really, really good at. And a lot of times people go into an online business, affiliate marketing, internet marketing, network marketing, copywriting, regular marketing, direct response marketing, whatever it is, for the sole purpose of making money. Listen, you're not going to make money like you could and like you deserve unless you're doing what you're passionate about and what you're really good at. And so, I mean, I've had people who, have, are passing out hundreds of samples to products and they're not converting any. They thought they needed to change their copy, they needed to change whatever. I said, why don't you change your product? Because it's obvious you're not passionate about it. Oh, you mean that's allowed? Yeah, I've done that. Worked with a company where I made $210,000 and oh, I think it was in my first year, probably my first eight months back into direct sales. And then... The weight loss company that I was with got sold out, and before you knew it, there was this militant guy who became the new CEO. 
he hired a bunch of fat smokers to represent him. And so, you know, you'd call in for your order for your customers for weight loss and health and wellness. And people would answer the phone, (laughs) hello, thank you for calling ABC Company. Can I help you? And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is not going to work. I didn't sit there and go, oh, my God, I have 2,500 people in my organization. What am I going to do? How am I going to sell my product? How am I going to make money? I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Found a new company that I could believe in, and by the end of the day, closed six packages in the new company. You can't be so emotionally attached to a product. As a matter of fact, to become an implementing tsunami, write this down. You can't be emotionally attached to projects. You can't even be emotionally attached to ideas. As soon as you are, you won't flex. You won't know when to just can it. It doesn't work. I've written sales letters that just, they stink. So what do I do? I throw them away. I hit delete if it's on my computer. If for some reason you find yourself struggling or being sorely unprepared or you're way behind and you can't figure out why you don't have the motivation you need, it could very well be because, like I said, you've turned into a drama case. Or B, you're doing things you're not good at. Or C, you're just trying to find a, follow a path. It's supposed to make you money, but it's really not something you believe in. Here's something else to write down. I, and then put your name, am responsible for the actions that I take. Now you can see why it's so disturbing to me when people make it their concern, their obsession, their topic of mastery, the actions that other people take. Unless for some reason you're running a coaching business and you have the intention of helping people and you have the intention of leading people into a right direction. But what I've seen far too often, what I've seen today is that's not the case. It's an intention of showing where people are wrong so that other people can look right. One of your weakest arguments for ever looking Right. This is a keeper. You might want to write it down. One of the weakest arguments for ever looking right is to show everyone who looks wrong. No. The way that we look right is to do what's right. The way that we look smart is to do what's smart. The way that we look prudent is to not write about the imprudent. It's to be prudent. The way that we should be wise is to be wise, not to write all day about the unwise. We're talking about implementation and action tonight. We are responsible for our own actions. You are responsible for your own actions. Write it down. I, put your name, my name is Sandy, I'm responsible for my own actions. Actions bring results. And this is something that a lot of people don't get. Because even if you work with a superstar mentor, you, my friend, are the one who creates the results. Even if you work with an amazing coach, you, my friend, are the ones who create the results. This is what I told the people in Chicago. 
Why and how did Gina double her, tri- almost triple her company profits in the last 10 months? Because she took action. I think that's really nice of her to mention that she did coaching with me and all that other kind of stuff, but the reality is she did the work. She took the action. She deserves 100% of the credit. Even if you're taking the best class or you're taking the best course or you're working with the best mentor or you're going to the most prestigious college or all the other things that you think are going to help you take action, the bottom line is you and you alone are responsible for your actions. P.J. McClure wrote an amazing article today on why people might not be implementing. P.J. is a good friend of mine met him earlier this uh, spring, have had him as the MC of our event in Indianapolis. You'll also see him with Kevin Hogan in Dallas, Texas, and he's actually going to be doing private coaching as some of the um, bonuses for our 2011 Best Business Yet coaching program with my golds and my rubies and my diamonds. Woohoo! I can't wait to work with all of you. PJ can be found at the mindsetmaven.com. And he talked about some of the reasons why people don't implement. One of the reasons that I so appreciate from him, one of the reasons why people don't profit is their mindset. That's why they won't implement. Here's a question I have for you. Here's one of the questions I asked my attendees at the Chicago Mastermind. This question might shock you. The answer is more important than the question, however. And here's the question. This could be one of the keys to why you're not implementing. Do you have issues, judgments, and problems with your ideal client? Let's say you have a business that you market to women. Or let's say you have a business that you market to stay-at-home moms. Let's say you have a business that you market to men. Let's say you have a business that you market specifically to businessmen, whatever it is. What happens if you have issues, judgments, and problems with your ideal client? It's called self-sabotage, my friends. Tears were rolling down the face of many of the attendees in Chicago this weekend when I said that. I said, do you have any issues, judgments? or criticism against who could possibly be your ideal client. Because if you do, that will turn into a full-blown case of self-sabotage. Because what will happen is, you see, we are most critical of what we are most guilty. That's why if you find yourself drawn to pointing out other people's flaws, if you what you perceive as flaws, let me put it that way, because not everything that we judge, discern, or think is a flaw in somebody necessarily is. But if you find yourself frustrated with this person knows, oh, this makes me livid, or what that business owner does, oh, when they do that on Facebook, oh, makes my skin want to crawl. The interesting thing is those judgments are a direct reflection of you in the mirror. Write this down. One of the things that will prevent you from implementing is if you won't deal with the reflection in the mirror and you're constantly trying to deal with it in other people. If you find yourself wanting to correct an error in other people, 
there's something that is mirroring back to you. One of the things that tripled my profits in the last year is I didn't realize that not only, and this is the next thing I'm going to talk about, did I have a judgment against myself, but I had an issue that I needed to forgive and release. An issue with entitlement from people in leadership. I had an issue I had encountered coaches, leaders, teachers, pastors, fill in the blank, I'm sure one of it will be relevant for you, that tend to only like people to go so far but never better than themselves. And that prevented me from moving into the destiny where I I am now and having a client base of 65,000. Once I released that, boom, list went from 3,500 to 40,000 in the first 90 days. Boom. Let me just put that again. Implementation on steroids. I can't emphasize to you enough. Look in the mirror. Release some of these issues. And your bank account might open like the waterfall you've been praying for. There's a real thing where... Sometimes the energy that you're carrying around in judgment towards somebody else needs to be changed like maybe to prayer or to blessing towards that other person. You may never even get a chance to speak to that other person. Maybe they won't receive you. Maybe they're just so dang arrogant they wouldn't even think to admit they've been full of entitlement. Maybe you've been hurt by a leader in your organization. Maybe you've been hurt by a coach. Maybe you've been hurt by a mentor. Maybe you've been hurt by a business partner. Maybe you've been hurt by a business associate. Maybe there's a competitor you've been hurt by. No matter what it is, you have to forgive and release that. There's far too much energy being absorbed on that thing, which then prevents you from implementing to release it. When I did, huge, huge increase really, really fast. The next thing that I had to deal with is I had a judgment against myself. How did that show up? Well, some of you may have said these words, I'm just fearful of success. Some of you may understand what I'm talking about when you've said I have the fear of success. It's not the darkness in me that I fear. It's the light that I fear. Some of you can maybe resonate with me when I say that I was a little nervous at just how good this might be. Because in the past, any time I've stepped into my destiny and created huge results, it's created some problems. And I'm here to tell you That when you go from drama queen to implementation tsunami, I hate to break it to you in such a way, but I feel a moral obligation to do so. When you finally get over your fear of success, which honestly, please write this down. Fear of success is actually you are afraid of yourself. 
You are afraid that you may be hugely successful. You have a fear that the light inside of you might be way greater than you ever thought before. I spoke about it last week. When you have been given a blessing from God himself to not just be good, to not be great, but to be exceedingly, extraordinarily excellent at what you do. Maybe that's what makes you fearful. And for me, it did make me a little afraid because most of the time it tended to get me in trouble. And as bold and as challenged uh, as I may sound, I really just didn't enjoy some of the conflict that rose up whenever I was hugely successful. I really got really tired of the marketing police. These are not people who help you because you're doing something you shouldn't do. These are not, which, by the way, usually should come from somebody very close to you, not a stranger. Newsflash! These aren't people who have your best interest at heart. They have their best interest at heart. And when you're extraordinary at something, you might piss off people at the top. They may act as though you took food off their table, as if for some reason they've saturated the market. And you, with a blessing from God, might be extraordinary and you could take away theirs. You don't have the power to take away somebody else's blessing. Write that down. And my friends, no one has the power to take away yours either, just you. But if you are fearful of success, that is a fear of yourself. And I'm going to break it to you gently. Well, maybe not so gently. And here's the deal. You are going to piss off some people if you step into the success you've been designed for. You're going to have a lot of friends. You're going to have a lot of supporters. I'm going to support you. I'll be your friend. I'm going to fan the flame. I'm going to be your cheerleader. I'm going to be there saying, go! I tell my clients all the time, where I'm at, please don't try to copy me. Like Kevin Hogan said on our call Last Thursday, if you try to copy me, you won't achieve the success you're supposed to have. But if I can be a flame um, igniter so that you can step into your blessing, I want to be that voice of unconditional praise, unconditional acceptance, who says, do it! Because that, I've only really had a, a handful of people in my entire life who've done that. And friends, we have to stop being afraid of ourselves. No such thing as world changers who hold themselves back because they're afraid of ticking somebody off. They're afraid of their light, and they're afraid of conflict. So if you're afraid that you're going to upset people by your own success, this can cause self-sabotage. This fear of yourself can cause you to not take massive action. So many people plan... They map out, they want to show what they've been doing every day, and the reality is this, when you get into massive implementation, you don't even have time for all that. You have to keep moving forward. Moving to your next step is one of the biggest secrets and keys to all-out massive action. 
One of the other big secrets is following the clearest path. What is the path that is clear for you? What is the path that doesn't have a bunch of fog? What is the path where you don't feel like, you know, you're going to pull your teeth out? I hear people say such destructive words like, my mind is blowing up, my mind's on fire, my brain's exploding, I'm going so fast I'm going to trip over myself, my my momentum is burning me up. All of these words are self-destructive words for crying out loud. If you go around saying my brain is burning up, you're going to end up with an aneurysm. Do we have any idea the power of our words? We need to seriously take all that energy where we have to talk to people about how great the planning is going. And I'm not saying it's, there's anything wrong with talking about how great the planning is going. Where we're constantly in a state of, I'm super excited. But we know when we lay our head down at night, we're not making money. This has nothing to do with needing to know another process. This has nothing to do with getting a secret key. This has everything to do with we're addicted to the exhilaration that comes from a false start. P.J. McClure calls it something that I'm I'm not going to say it on this call. You'll have to read his book. But it's just like people who get all excited about uh, having sex with their spouse, but they never really have sex with their spouse. (laughs) The whole excitement about the whole thing is what turns them on. But they never really get to the point of (laughs) the blessing, if I will (laughs) say that. The excitement about false starts is another thing that will keep you from implementing. If your adrenal glands and your subconscious mind feels a constant excitement, 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 it will begin to crave that excitement. And the sad fact is you haven't trained your your body and your adrenals to be excited and to celebrate what? Results. I think it's great to celebrate your sprouts. I think it's wonderful to celebrate when you do a great headline. I teach all of my students to celebrate their sprouts, things that I've learned from other mentors, to constantly be giving yourself praise for each little step, step by step, praising yourself. But the reality is some people never get into implementing. You know, making a plan or making a mind map does not mean that you implemented and did something that was a profit creating activity if you write an autoresponder and it's phenomenal and all of the friends that you have or the critiquers or the coaches or the whatever say it's phenomenal but you never send it to your list it never gets put into your aweber system so that clients are getting it my friends that's a false start if you write a great email sales letter If you write a phenomenal rapport-building letter, you write a great blog post or a super spectacular, amazing, long copy sales letter, but it never gets into the presence of people and it stays constantly in a draft format on your WordPress website, my friends, you have become addicted to false starts. What makes people get addicted to false starts? What causes people to write 17 blog posts, but they stay in a draft 
position and then never go live. What causes people to write nine autoresponders, but they never activate them? What causes people to write, rewrite, take it through a cub process? Is it confusing? Is it unbelievable? Is it boring? Make sure they have the right flesh kincaid. Draft, draft, draft. They do get it pristine, but it never goes live. It sits in preview mode in the thesis WordPress website. What causes this? What causes somebody to write a phenomenal email or phenomenal direct mail piece and the thing never gets in front of a breathing human being? What causes this? Could be you're focusing too much on what other people are doing and you've completely lost confidence in yourself and what you should be doing. By the way, if we're constantly obsessed with what other people are doing so we feel better about ourselves, we will never have the energy that we need to be our best. That's another keeper. might want to write that down. If we're constantly focusing on what other people are doing, we'll never have the energy to be our best. That could be why all these things stay in draft mode. They never get sent out to people. Could be that we're stuck in drama. Could be we've got way too many excuses. Could be that we're fearful of what might happen when we hit send. See, if we get ourselves constantly addicted to the false start excitement, you'll never understand the rush that you will experience when you hit send like I did to over 67,000 clients at about 5 o'clock this evening for our Black Friday special, where some of our best products are $99 for four days only. I, I think it's four days. What, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes, that's four days. Counting the rest of today, okay, for all of my math whizzes who are my clients, it's a little over four days. But if I had never sent that out, if I never sent out a realchange.com forward slash blog <laughs> forward slash black hyphen Friday hyphen special, yeah, you'd never see my $99 special. You'd never know that I'm Friday only for 24 hours. I'm releasing 10 ebooks, ebooks for a dollar each that could have easily been sold for $100 each. If I never said push the send button, you would have never seen my really cute Christmas tree on my webpage that has money hanging off the tree and Christmas packages underneath it. If I kept it in draft and never sent it to 67,000 people, you'd never see the beautiful blonde girl on my sales page with all of her shopping bags who's super, super excited about shopping. <laughs> if you, If I never hit send... You'd never be able to see the sales page that I wrote earlier today that I didn't spend weeks and weeks and weeks writing, that I really don't care if it's absolutely perfect. I need to get the job done, the shortest path to a result with clearness. Boom, send. That, my friends, is how you send and you implement. If I constantly was making sure the font is not like I want it, the headline's not the way I want it to read. Oh, my gosh, the the P is bleeding into the end on Black Friday.
special, P-S-P-E-C-I-A-L, and it's touching the end and make more money now. The P and the N are touching each other. I'm not sending it out. If I was completely obsessed, some of you are laughing your head off, with perfectionism, which perfectionism is professional insecurity. If I was completely obsessed with that, we wouldn't have already sold a ton, a ton of our products for $99 to people who've just met us. You're getting my drift. If I left it in draft mode and thought, I'll think about it in the morning, maybe before my coffee I'll find a couple other things to obsess about and get irritated about, and then I'll send it. Those sales that are already en route to our merchant account, boom, into our bank account, would never have been made. What if those people are intending to take tomorrow and Wednesday to go shopping for Thanksgiving and they don't have time to check their email? My friends, I would be in trouble. When somebody tells me, I just don't have time to execute a Black Friday special, how much time do you think it takes? That took me about an hour. It's not perfect. Get the cute graphics at iStock Photo. Go into your shopping cart, edit your prices, boom, send it to your list. <laughs> Implementation. So many people plan. A few take action. In that great success book I always tell you about, the Bible, it says, many are called, few are chosen. Many are called, few are chosen. Those who don't implement, just like those many and those few. Many people plan, few take action. Filing is not action. Sorting is not action. Getting your office in order is not action. I packed up nine boxes today from my office, many of which were copywriting books that I've been reading for the last seven years. But I knew today my Black Friday special needed to go live. I knew it needed to go live to 67,000 people. Now, I could have felt like I accomplished an awful lot by packing those boxes up. I intend on having professional movers move us in January when we move. But I also like to pack up my own office because it's a great way to de-junk, etc. But my friends, de-junking my office does not put money in my bank account. Be de-junking, packing, none of that makes me a penny. Filing is an action, packing is an action, mapping out what I'm going to do for my Black Friday special is an action. Posting all day on Facebook isn't marketing any more than writing a ton of emails and leaving them in the draft state is marketing. Strategic plans that are implemented to create a result, this, my friends, is what puts profits in the bank. Find the clearest path to follow. Find the quickest route to a result. And take it. Take it. There's somebody on this call tonight, right now, your blood pressure is going up, your heart rate's going up, You've got your hand over your forehead. I can see you. I can. You might wonder, what, what do you mean you can see them? I can see you in my heart. 
I can see you with my spiritual eyes. You're bawling your eyes out. And you're thinking, is she talking to me? I'm talking to you. <laughs> Take it. Take that path. Take it. I don't know who you are, but your God knows who you are, and he just downloaded that to me. Please take it. Keep the drama low. This is how we implement. Keep your eyes off of other people. If other people irritate you so dang much, talk to them or forgive them. But for crying out loud, keep your eyes on yourself. And side note, I suggest before you talk to people, you look in the mirror so that you make sure you're not accusing them of everything you need to fix in yourself. Those who make more money accuse no one. We are only critical of what we're most guilty. We only accuse and judge and get pissed off. Yes, I just said that. Of others who remind us of ourselves. We have a mastery in what others will do because we know we ourselves should be doing it. Keep the drama low. Always have your next step ready. I can't tell you how critical this is. And some of my analytical clients just went, okay, wait a minute. You just got done saying having your whole plan is not that important. And now you're telling me I need to know what my next step is. That's right. You don't have to have your whole plan. You don't need to know what you're going to be doing for the next two years. I know what I'm going to be doing in January. I already have some of my calls mapped out and the things that we're teaching. I have my 12-month skeleton of what I want to make sure is covered in our 12-month coaching program. By the way, because our gold program, actually we've had a couple people beg us. Sorry, I'm going to take a quick sip of my peppermint and water. We've actually... Our gold program does not um, have one-on-one coaching, but it has a phenomenal group of 40-some-odd people who are already helping each other, supporting each other. The the program hasn't even started yet. They're in this private little nest, I call it, on Facebook, my golds, my rubies, and my diamonds. And our gold program is the entryway for people just getting started, somebody who really needs someone to mentor them step-by-step and how to make money in a business, how to get rid of their drama maybe. I'm probably going to spend several calls on mindset. How to make appropriate business plans without getting all caught up and having to have everything. The gold program does actually still have an opportunity for people to enroll because it doesn't require one-on-one from me, but there are two group calls, which means you get access to me with that group eight hours a month. Now, my monthly rate is $395, so let's do the math. 395 times 8, you would have to pay over $3,000 to do that with me. But our gold program, if you were to go on to our coaching uh, link on our website at arealchange.com forward slash blog and then forward slash coaching, you'll see that our gold program is actually only $397. It's a program that you can bump up when you want to go to the next level, but I just want to put that out there because some of you have been begging me. For whatever reason, you um, weren't quite sure yet, or maybe you were drama king or queen um, previously, but now you have gotten rid of the drama and you want to move forward into some serious working on your business, really working to have your best business in 2011. Um, There are some openings you can just go to the website right there and do that. But the reality is having a plan step by step by step 
is not what makes you a lot of money, but you always want to make sure you have one or two steps ahead of you. I knew a couple weeks ago what we were doing with Black Friday. I'm already thinking about what days I'm working, when I'm not working, how we're going to be in Dallas, Texas on the 10th and 11th. By the way, that's getting very close to capacity, and we've got all kinds of things going on there. We've gone back and forth, back and forth, whether or not the virtual seats were going to be audio, video, whatever. I just now secured an amazing professional videographer who Kevin Hogan recommended to me who will be creating a kick-butt DVD product from that event. And so we will be streaming that to the first 50 people, only 50, who wanted to attend that virtually. We already have 27 seats full and only 50. So that means there's only 23 seats left for Dallas, Texas. But I've got that on my schedule as well. Dallas, Texas, when I'm taking time off, when we have to start booking our appointments for my diamonds and my rubies, you're getting my drift. I realize where we're going, what we're doing. I already have my golds, my diamonds, and my rubies into my plan, but I, I don't have the whole thing laid out so that I'm, like, completely overwhelmed at every little aspect. First of all, this not only overwhelms you. Sorry, I'm just going to have a little bit more water. But it also gets you to the point where you are now, like, fine tooth combing it. You know, brainstorming and doing that kind of thing, we did some of that at our mastermind, is great. And business plans are great. But to hold to each one of those at too much of capacity will actually sabotage your business because you might not let go of what you need to let go of. If you're not willing to let go of things that aren't working, you're not willing to flex things, you're not willing to adjust things, this, again, could get you to the point where you're what? You're not implementing if you're struggling taking action, you're finding yourself just completely frustrated with not being able to take action, it could be that you are trying to do the things that you're not good at. It could be that you're trying to do things you shouldn't be doing. And it could be as well that you're trying to hold to something that you should have let go. It could be that you're, well, let me, I don't know how else to say it. You're not letting go of things and you're holding more to a perfect business plan than you are to executing that thing with on the plan. Gina Alexander, she's got two babies. She's married. She runs a multimillion-dollar company out of Hollywood. They have, are doing over 450 orders a week right now. Hello, a week! More than 1,800 custom-made high-end leather. It takes three to four, sometimes five weeks, depending on how custom it is. I mean, even it could be six weeks. These are all handmade, all hand-stitched, everything brought together. And she's doing that many purses at this time of year. And she had time not only in her busy schedule to fly to Chicago, but she has also implemented several things since she's come back. As a matter of fact, I saw, I saw her and Angela Brooks specifically and Scarlett as well, one of the other attendees, a mother of seven, who were implementing things instantly. Scarlett got a great referral on how to write her book and how to get things moving along on that, and boom, ordered the information, ordered the, co the course that she needed to be able to get that book into a specific format and get it moving. Asia, who just published her book, gave that to Scarlett. This is the awesome kind of stuff that happens at a mastermind. Gina got some great ideas. We actually mapped out for her how to bring another $500,000 in profits in the next 12 months. Still doing what she was doing, but, you know, wah, 
bring another 500000 into the company very inexpensively, very easily, and she's already executed many of those things. Angela Brooks, working with a specific company, things aren't going as profitably as they could. Maybe it's possible that it's not serving her nurses like they could. Boom, got herself into another company. And the last I saw on her website, she's already got people in uh, several countries working with her. I mean, it's just like, oh, my gosh. These are people who are implementers, implementers. And so what you're going to want to do is pay very close attention. What is my next step? Pay very close attention to am I focusing on other people more than myself? Pay very close attention. Is it possible that the reason I'm not implementing is because I'm afraid of myself? How do you get past that, by the way? Well, let me share with you what I do. You don't necessarily have to do that, but I will share with you what I do as I close out the call when I have struggled with maybe just how powerful this thing is, this blessing that God gave me to love people unconditionally, to release freedom through business, to help ordinary people get extraordinary lives businesses and incomes, to help people with extraordinary giftings and people with maybe not a whole lot of giftings to see extraordinary results. How is it, what is it that I do to get past this fear of myself, this self-judgment, this first success? The first thing I do is I tell myself, you were created for something bigger than this. And I write it down in a journal. Sandy, you were created for something bigger than this. And then I receive from my God. And I say, God, you gave me a blessing. And I receive it. I receive every part of it. I receive even the chaos it may create. And I don't mean a disorderly life. I'm talking about when the resistance rises up. I receive it. I receive even, God, the reality that me being extraordinary and the blessing you give me it might piss some people off. Oh, you don't talk to God like that? I do. He can handle it. He's got big shoulders, the Bible says. He can handle it. He's got an amazing heart as well. He doesn't judge me. Nope, not like people do. He's always for me. He's never against me. He said, ask, and I will give to you whatever it is you ask. He said, need wisdom? No problem. I'll give it to you generously without fault-finding. He said, I've got many good gifts to give you, and with them there comes no sorrow. He said, I'll go before you, I'll be behind you, and I will hold your right hand with my righteous right hand. He said, whatever you don't know, just ask me, I know it. He said, I'm going to give you good gifts. Why? So that you can help others. And so one of the keys that I do is that helps me clear self-rejection is say, God, I receive from you everything you have given me. I receive from you all the things that you've given me. I receive the blessing you've given me. I receive the power you've given me. I receive the gifts you've given me. I receive the insights you've given me. I receive the wisdom you've given me. Some of you need to do this. Because he's created you for something not ordinary, not just a little extra special, but extraordinary. One of the key reasons that people don't implement quickly 
is not only that they don't know what their next step is, but they have never received from God what their next step is. They've never asked. Here's what you might want to do. You might want to not only receive the blessing, but you also might want to write this down. I, and write your first name, my name's Sandy, choose to walk with God in this blessing. Come hell or high water, I'll be faithful. I'll commit to it with excellence. I'll remain humble. I'll ask for forgiveness where I need to be forgiven. And I'll forgive where others need forgiveness. I will shine brilliantly so that he, my God, looks great. I'll trust him not only to show off, but show up. Because this dream is so big that if he doesn't, I'm going to look like an idiot. But I know he's going to. And I won't look like an idiot. I'm going to look like his kid. In the midst of a world that deserves to be loved, that deserves this blessing. What is your next step? If you're having a struggle implementing, I've shared with you some very personal things that help me to have focus. I've shared with you some personal history when I was a drama mama and had acute eyesight, amazing crystal clarity of everywhere where everyone else is screwing up and what they needed to fix. And I've shared with you when I've made that right and started making the focus more on myself, because that's just where the irritation was reflecting anyway, right? And I started working on the things that needed to be fixed in me, because that's what the mirror was reflecting in the first place. And then I made a plan, and I wrote down my next steps. I made a commitment to be flexible, but also stay committed. What is your next step? What are your daily steps? Implementation, my friends, is a habit. It's a lifestyle. It's not a one-time thing. And so I hope tonight that this has been a, uh, just a benefit to you. The difference that I've seen between when I've profited and when I haven't is not really lack of a plan. It's not really even lack of necessarily knowing what my next step is. It's lack of implementing, lack of taking action. So if you have any questions, I'm actually going to open up the Q&A on the webcast, and I'm going to open up the Q&A on the phone lines. And so if you have a question, go ahead and hit star one. Oh, it's star two. I'm so sorry. If you hit star two, that will raise your hand, and you'll be brought on the line with me, and I'll be happy to help you. Anything that I've said might have helped you, you can also go on to my Facebook page and go ahead and comment there. If there's anything that I can help you right now with where you're stuck, where you, you maybe if you've gotten um, halfway far and haven't gotten beyond that, maybe I can give you a little bit of fine-tooth combing or a little bit of coaching here on how I can help you and to go to the next step. So go ahead and hit star two, and I will be happy to bring you on the line with me. Wait to see if anybody has something I can help with. The thing is refreshing very slowly. We have a massive storm here in Indiana. So if you're hitting star two, something I can help with, any questions you might have. I can hear the thunder rumbling and we have a tornado watch out here. Is that crazy? In November, the tornado watch. 
You can type your question in. Let me look real quick. Or you can hit star two if you have a question. All righty. Bear with me. It looks like the call keeps going on and off on the conference line as well. If anybody has a question, go ahead and hit star two. I think the, the window just shut up. There we go. And I'll be happy to help. If there's no questions, that means everybody wants to go implement, <laughs> which would be phenomenal. And I'll be happy to, to hear that as well. It's been a great night talking to all of you about taking action and making sure that you implement, make sure that you're you know, doing the things that generate a profit in your business. Lou says, thank you so much. She says, emotional attachment to some companies somehow thinking they could make enough money when the finances didn't show it. Thanks so much for your response last week. That's awesome. Bless you, Lou. And she's from West Hollywood. Right on. All righty. Somebody else has a question or something that they want to talk on the line to me. Very Not very often that you get this opportunity to ask. You can ask me a question about anything. Actually, it doesn't have to necessarily be about what we did tonight. It looks like my um, call panel here on the telecall is... Uh, Just a quick second. It now looks like it's doing just fine. Just a minute there. It was locked because of the storm. Until they, they tell me there's a tornado warning and sirens, I'm not going to go off the call. <laughs> so <laughs> just a quick second. I think some people have got their hands raised. I told my husband, if the sirens start or it turns into a tornado warning, come and get me. Otherwise, I'm doing my call. <laughs> so that was that for implementation. All right. I think we've got... Nina Lewis, just a quick second. It'll take me a minute to unmute you. There you are. How can I help? Hi, Sandy. Um, this is Nina Lewis again from Las Vegas. How are you? Hi. Good. I'm good and you, and I'm trying to find a way to go to your Dallas event or at least go to the virtual event. Right um, Yeah, I'm trying to do that. However, it's like a Tech 22 because I'm taking action. I'm going out networking. I'm doing um, my email newsletter. I'm doing certain things. However, it's just like... I'm not getting the results I want, and it's sure. kind of like you say sure. outsourced. And right now, I'm, I'm unemployed. I was unemployed for six months, and I'm doing everything and trying everything to get my service out there and help more people. And what the kind people of that I'm are you in uh, right now, I'm doing the um, online marketing. I do like the input documentation. I like write their articles for them and the press releases for them, and I submit it for them in social media. So it's like a whole big package. Um, uh-huh. Right now, what's your and, website? Um, my website is ninalewis.org. dot uh, org. Okay. And how long have you been doing this? How long have I been doing it? I've been doing it uh-huh. for about. Um, I would say I say three years, but like for the first two, I was treating it like a hobby. But since I got sure. laid off, I had like I've been really became came serious about you know sure. getting out there and following my passion. Like, gotcha. Yeah. And so, how what are you doing as far as marketing your website? Marketing my website? Well, I'm doing article marketing. I'm doing, like, the online press releases, the social media. I have my email newsletter. Then I go out to um, the networking events, and I have a business card that um, invites them to go to my um, 
my opt-in box, but I'm having a problem with that right now because the HTML is not working the way I need it to. But that's a different story. Yeah, but I'm going out. Have you put this? Have you thought about putting this in WordPress? Yeah, I actually, I have a WordPress site. But another thing is with that is, um, I have a WordPress site, and you say you focus on the things that you're good, you're good at, and stuff. And right now, well, it's like a touch. Let me give yeah. you, a, let me give you a little, little tip. If you take this website and you go have WordPress installed on your server, I'm not asking you to become a WordPress expert. I'm asking you to cut and paste all the copy into a WordPress site. The minute you do that, your SEO go through the roof. The minute yeah. you do that, just taking that content and cutting and pasting it into WordPress pages, which means your SEO copywriting page, your SEO consulting page, your social packages, your About Nina page, et cetera, because I'm looking at your website. If you were to just cut and paste it, by the way, you're so beautiful. Um, if you were to cut and paste this into WordPress, it will not only help your rankings because um, you've got great copy, you know, and so and you've got great prices, great services. If people are looking for SEO press releases or they're looking to have a press release done or you know meta tag reading, et cetera, you've got some great um, services here, and your prices are very reasonable. Something I would encourage you though is to have some press release packages that people can purchase right away that they don't have okay. to call you because a lot of people online don't want to make a phone call to go do something. They just want to go purchase it and, and then contact you. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. I would really recommend, because your prices are so reasonable, that you have a place where, you know, I can write this SEO press release for $88. I can write this SEO press release. This is what's included for 179 This 229 package, this is what's included. This is a bonus. We'll actually throw in an SEO article. Boom. This is what we would do on social media for $97. Here's our package for $14.95, $1,495, and have a buy now button. You'll be surprised what happens with just those two different things because it's an opportunity for people to purchase right away. And then when you yes. get it into WordPress, um, I mean, because that's what you're doing is SEO. And that. If you bring this into WordPress, you're going to get a much bigger result, much bigger. Thank you. I have my WordPress, but I'm looking for somebody because I did my own website myself, and the the hosting company that does it, I tried to transfer my WordPress over there, so I just got mm -hmm. another domain name and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's take, like you say, focus on like what you're good at and stuff, and I don't want to go and do all that with WordPress. So I'm looking for someone that's affordable right now to help me mm -hmm. with the WordPress site and do what I need to do with it. Sure. Maybe yeah. my friend um, Patrick uh, can help you. Let me go get his website because he would actually be a great person to refer you to. Do you want okay. a referral? Yeah. Okay. Just a quick stop. Patrick is actually at my event and I'm sure he could figure something out for you. Patrick Whitson, who his website is actually let me find it real quick. Lapeerwebdesign.com L A P E E R website design.com. I don't know whether or not, you know, he's usually really quick. He probably have you in WordPress in under 48 hours, cutting and pasting comment, content over, and boom. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. And so, yeah. and he's a, a great guy to work with, has amazing character, so you're not dealing with, like, you know, the web kind of, kind of designers that make you broke, um, which all have skill. It's just they don't like WordPress. He loves WordPress, and so it would be a great person to connect with. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, and you know what? If anybody on the line is looking for article writing or somebody who will 
to be able to, um, you know, do some of the things that you offer. You never know. You might need to go to your website <laughs> and see whether or not somebody's already written you. There's well over 150 people on the call right now. I have a hard time believing that not one person might need a couple SEO articles or a press release. <laughs> Okay, thank you. All right, Nina. Don't stop thank believing. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. All righty. If anybody else have any, has any questions, go ahead and hit star two, and I'll be happy to help. You just never know what might happen on these calls. Nina did not ask me to give her website out to give a referral to ninalewis.org. She didn't ask me for a referral to somebody who might be able to help her. But, hey, she's one of, she is the first person who stepped up and asked for some help. And so I was more than willing to offer that help and also get her um, a referral to somebody who would be able to help. Kamal asked about using WordPress. Do I have classes for that? Actually, right now at arealchange.com. Kamal, you're out of Louisville. If you go to arealchange.com forward slash blog, you will see um, if you click on our products link, our WordPress for the business owner, that is one of our top Sellers is actually on sale right now for $99. It's a ridiculous price from now until Friday, so you might want to do that. Evo says, how do I overcome the fear of not having money or little money when I'm visioning my dreams? The root of fear of money is actually a lack mindset. I have a call, Evo, on my website. If you go to our website at arealchange.com forward slash blog and you click on the Monday night calls, one of our most listened to calls has been listened to over 10,000 times is our call on faith. And on that call, I address the issue of a fear of not having enough money, a fear of not making enough money, and dealing with that lack poverty mindset. So I recommend that you go to that call. That would be really, really helpful for you. Let me see here. I've got Val Roca, if I can get this unmuted because my phone line is just a quick sec. Val, you're on the line with me. Hey, Sandy. How are you? How can I help? Good. How are you? I'm I good. I have a question. I have a question for you about pay-per-click. I know mm-hmm. been te- you have been teaching a lot about pay-per-click, but I haven't kind of got really the, you know, how the thing really works. And um, I don't have an online business. I have a, you know, a uh, conventional business with granite countertops. Okay. And uh, I was able to, I'm working on my website since I started, um, you know, following you and learning from you. I started uh, getting my website done. Uh-huh. and uh, But then I made that big mistake that you were talking about, not getting two websites, and I did get two websites up there. Uh-huh. So I need to fix that. That's but um, now I'm trying to to do a little end of the year sales with uh, you know promotional for my granite and uh, right. but I'm just I like your website. Money. I like your oh, website. The, I love. Oh, the, do you? Are you looking? Yes, I'm looking oh. at it at quality uh, qualityingranite.com. Now you now yes. I know why you loved my new kitchen, my new house. <laughs> That's all I see everywhere I go. I just see granite. This is everywhere. awesome. <laughs> right. So how can I help? And, uh, uh, you know what? I I'm really struggling with this paper click. I'm spending too much money um, mm-hmm. on on doing my ads out there, and I just mm-hmm. I just I think it's too much for me, and uh, I I need to find a way to maybe outsource that. Okay, but I don't even know um, how to do it. Not, where, yeah, where, 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 not, where, where yeah. do I go? 
And not all pay-per-clicks outsourced are created equal. Um, are you coming to my Dallas event? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Because I'm going to teach one of the big keys for pay-per-clicks is learning how to write a headline. Some of the best converting pay-per-click ads that I've ever written that my clients are writing are headlines written uh-huh. into an ad. And so whatever you're testing, here's a big multi-million dollar tip for you. Whatever uh-huh. you want to put into pay-per-click, like this is what's going to be on pay-per-click um, ad, and then they'll link to your website, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you're writing it. Obviously, it would be a pay-per-click ad, and then it links to your website. Put that and the on one Facebook. that I'm doing. The, okay, just one second. The one that I am doing the pay-per-click for is the one, the first, the first link that I sent you, the the granny countertop sale. That's mm-hmm. the one that I am using uh, for pay-per-click. Okay, but you're gonna typically when you do pay-per-click, it's like mm-hmm. a headline and a click-through. Okay. Mm-hmm. So rather than paying money and seeing whether or not this is going to convert, how many followers do you have on Facebook or Twitter? Um, on Facebook, probably 500. A little bit go. over 500, yeah. Right, and then how about on Twitter? Uh, 300. Okay, so you've got 800 people you could test this with. That's not bad. So what we want to do is take the headline and the link that you were going to create into a pay-per-click ad and send it out through social media a couple times during a day, like at 8 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 6 o'clock in the evening, and test it. See whether or not people click through. See whether or not anybody comments. Okay, so that way, uh uh-huh. You're testing it. If nothing happens, that could be because it's not a very good ad, so test a different one. Okay. A lot of what I do on social media are headlines. It's one of the reasons they convert so well. It's something I'm going to really teach in depth, obviously, in Dallas. But just to get you started, if you have a pay-per-click ad that you're trying to test out, put it through social media a couple times during the week at different times of the day. Obviously, amidst you know some of the other things that you're talking about, because social media is really like texting your audience. Mm-hmm. And so being able to communicate with them, like with text, and then if you throw a headline and a link in there, if a bunch of people click through and then opt in, you oh, we've got some good interest here. If a bunch of people click through and leave a comment or a bunch of people comment on Facebook or Twitter, then you've got some interest. So I would start out by doing that. That would be a great way to, to test that. Um, Should I start with the ones that I already have? Sure, why not? Yeah, because, I mean, they're... I I got a lot of clicks, but you know, no no return. So it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing money out there. Yeah, which I totally understand, and so that's why a lot of pay per clicks too. You got to change them every couple of days in order. You know, you really have to watch it. You can't just leave it out there and burn through thousands of dollars. I always tell people to keep it at about a hundred or two hundred, and just you know, watch it real closely, edit a few things as you're going. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. That will be one of the topics that you're going to be teaching in Dallas then. The, the, the paper clip yeah. ad. Huh? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I, I'm I'm going to implement these uh, with the social media tomorrow then and see how it goes. Yeah. And just see how it goes. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like anything could, um, would, that it wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. I'll just uh, I'll see how it goes and uh, because it's really I mean for the last week. Uh, 
if I tell you that I, I threw $500 out there, and I mean, when I saw that, I was, my God, it's, it's just too much money, and I probably got four sales out of that. I mean, not even four, because I haven't closed the fourth one yet, but um, mm-hmm. for me, it was too much money thrown out there. Oh, for sure, for sure, and that's why I would test him. Yeah, no, I, I will do that tomorrow then. Cool. I'll start right I'm on. working on that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, Thanks, girl. Andy. And I look forward Thank to seeing you. you in Dallas. Oh, so do I. Alrighty. Let me yeah. see. I have Kamal Zago. You're on the line with me. Did I answer your Hi. question already? Hi. How are yes. you? <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm uh, doing good. How yeah. are you? Great. I'm blessed. I was going to ask you a question. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> in your I'm conversation. <laughs> thank you. I heard in your conversation you mentioned like you have groups, uh, gold, and other categories. Is that something part of the system, like you have in Dallas, uh, something in Dallas as a conference? Uh, is that something to reach and teach people other methods, other things? Or Yes. We have a coaching program that's actually our gold program is five months long, and our other programs are 12 months long going into 2011. And if okay. you go to arealchange.com, yes, ma'am. where I sent you on the other one, and you click on arealchange.com forward slash blog, yes, and then ma'am. you click on coaching, you'll see what I was talking about. Okay, great, great. Awesome. I just want to make sure. So you teach other things besides just the WordPress and everything else? Absolutely. There. I teach copywriting, great. how I've been able to make millions of dollars in copy and marketing great. and e-commerce and that. Yep. Now, is the Dallas uh, program still availability in it still? Yes, or? it sure okay. is. Yep. Okay. We're I'll getting your capacity, but we still have it. Awesome. Make sure you introduce yourself it. if you do come there. Thank you so much. All right. Bless you. Have a great holiday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I have, it says, Ma and Michael. You're on the line with me. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hey, this is actually Joyce Harold's Mike and Mary is what it says. Okay, like that's it. why it says Michael and Ma and Ma. Aww. It only takes so many words, you know how it is with Ma Harold, yeah. How can I help? Um, hi Sandy, I think you're great. Um Thank I just you. became to know who you are just probably about four weeks ago and you're already the principles are changing what I'm doing. Um but I I have A D D on my niche market. And I'm I'm an oncology nurse. Um, I have been certified oncology for over 12 years. I'm very entrepreneurially minded, but I so I've changed my blog though to where I'm targeting men to self care. You know, um, so I've changed my niche marketing to where I'm talking to caregivers and cancer patients and wanting to coach them because I've gone through a couple of wellness coaching programs. Okay. But I also have this passion to help nurses. So I'm trying really hard not to go off on all kinds of tangents, but when I write things down, it's like, well, that could just really go to everybody. But then I go, no, 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 you have to pick a group and stick with it, and I'm having a hard time with that. Yeah, and this is something we talked about in Chicago. I'm glad you brought that up. Your ideal client, let me tell you who my ideal clients are. You ready? Yes. Let me pull the sheet. I actually have the whole marketing pad of what we did in Chicago, and everybody was pretty blown away, and they had a huge breakthrough when I said this. My ideal clients are small businesses, small offices, home offices, home business coaches, CEOs, specialized professionals, athletes, writers, singers, moms, working moms, work-at-home moms, dads, work-at-home dads, educators, just to name a few, all of whom 
are drawn to what we teach and how to make money online and how to use different tools online and implement all different kinds of things. Now, if I said, somebody said to me, well, for crying out loud, that's a pretty broad niche. Not necessarily, because what do they come to me for? All of the people in this niche come to me on what's my offer and my message. Some of these may not come to me if I didn't offer how to do SEO simply through WordPress, if I didn't offer how to write better copy inside of WordPress, if I didn't offer simple marketing strategies. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so my offer and my message is what filters these people who all of could be some of my ideal clients. Then my job is to serve them, to help them, assist them, inspire them, teach them, lead them, and coach them. That's how you can have in the room at Chicago, we had, let me look at the picture, in our mastermind, we had a mom of seven who's writing a book. We had a mom of one daughter, newly married, who also has just published a book. We had a mom who's worked for 22 years in a state-funded psychiatric ward who's also publishing a book and also has a business that caters to the needs of nurses, inspiring, encouraging them, delivering happiness to them and giving them tools such as special nurses' bags, nurses' things. We have another mom who helps small office, home office professionals do lead generation. We had a professional purse designer, Gina, who entered me tonight. We have a 57-year-old mom who the Mari Method, great, great program. She's this hot 57-year-old who lives what she teaches, an exercise program. She was there at themarimethod.com. We have another woman who is now past menopause, who's written a book about money and menopause, but she's literally speaking to all kinds of women, divorced women, single women, young women, widowed women, all women. Um, we have another woman who does all kinds of Internet marketing, setting up landing pages, lead captures, autoresponders, etc. And lastly, a doctor who specializes in chiropractic care, massage therapy, and cleansing, and has created her own franchise system. Wow. All benefited from the mastermind. I think you just got some clarity, didn't you? Yeah, so I probably need to go back. I've narrowed my, probably the name, when people go onto my site, I've probably uh-huh. narrowed, narrowed my name down to Finite, and mm-hmm. I probably mm-hmm. need to come up, because my actually my domain name is pretty broad, but when you go on my site, it's pretty narrow. It looks like it's pretty much for cancer caregivers and patients. So okay. I probably need to go back to my I probably don't need to narrow down so much then on my main site. Yeah, right. that did. Right. And so and what's happening then your message and your offer, the different things that you offer will narrow it down. You know, um some people need more copy from me. Other people need more mindset issues from me. Um, okay. Other people, you know, the different things that they need. Other people need a whole step-by-step. That's why we offered our 52-week coaching program. Right. And so, but if I were only to stick it to WordPress, first of all, we would not be as profitable as we are, but that's my entryway. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. So. All right. Cool. Yes. Good question, yes. and I guarantee you there's a ton of other people going, oh, my gosh, I need yeah. that. I know. I'm just my brain's just been going back and forth, back and forth, do one or the yeah. other, one or the other. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah, well and and Aisha was the same way because she thought, Well, I'm a singer, I'm a writer, 
and she's also a professor. She's a teacher. And I said, so this is all of who you are. Why are you trying to only be one? And she was so released to writing her book, then writing a CD that are songs for those who read her book, and then later coaching, assisting, and encouraging. Wow. And, yeah, same thing with her. She was just like, oh, oh, my gosh, it's like this waterfall of creativity came when she's like, I can actually do it all. So just me as a holistic nurse, that's just who I am, and I'll touch all those. I happen to be a cancer nurse, but my wellness and holistic approach will funnel more people. Oh, this is awesome. That's awesome. Good job. Thank I can you. hear the breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Great. I want to hear how it goes. Great. Okay. I, I follow you on Facebook and Twitter, so I'll send Thank you some you. messages. Okay. Come Thank on you. on Facebook right now and say, that was me. So I know who you are. Okay. I will. I'll do that. <laughs> Thank you. Bless you. So, bye-bye. I'm going to open up the lines and everybody can say... Good night. I can hear the thunder rumbling, so I'm going to sneak out of here. It's getting too windy outside. I don't want to blow away like Dorothy. (laughs) So you all have a good night. Good night and God bless. Have an amazing Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S., and even if you're not, I'm extremely grateful for you. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. The moderator has left the conference. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Please enter the conference ID, followed by...